Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Welcome to You Made Me Watch. This is the preview episode. I'm Mike Bobbitt, sitting here with my poor victim of a wife, Allison Bobbitt, <laughs> who is about to find out what movie I'm going to make her watch yeah. next week. I'm nervous because I made you watch Flubber and it was it was terrible. Oh, this is going to be worse than Flubber. All right. Well. But like how you feel about Flubber, I'm sure I f- will feel this way about this movie, even though I probably have not seen it since the 80s oh no um i asked you earlier because one of our favorite episodes of bob's burgers is work hard or die trying girl Mm -hmm. i asked uh which is kind of a mashup of die hard and work hard uh, and uh working working girl girl made into a musical Mm -hmm. and i asked you have you ever seen melanie griffith in working girl and i have not so that would be perfect for the podcast wouldn't it it would which is why we're not going to watch it. Okay. I want to make you watch a movie that came out before that. Okay. Possibly one of the first movies in Melanie Griffith's career. Although I think she did movies when she was much, much younger. She did. So, she was a child star. Oh, she was a child star. Okay. Then not. This is a movie called Cherry 2000. I'm sorry. What the fuck? In the future, the world has survived. Romance has not. All right, so we'll say a dinner, complete sexual encounter, optional episode in the morning, right? I gotta run this past my own lawyer. Pleasure is strictly business. But it will be possible to have the perfect mate. A Cherry 2000. Looks great. Thanks. Thoughtful. Desirable. She'll never run out on him. Just short out. Sorry, kid. Total internal meltdown. Now you got her basic memory right here. Vocal patterns, verbal, whatever. Basic voice. Don't look so glum. Your chassis out for the count, all right? You got the chip. You go in, you pick yourself out a new model. You slide it in the slot. You got yourself your girl bag in a brand new frame. Give me a call if you find a cherry. Cherry 2000. Look, my friend, you're going to be a very old man, round in the middle and bone dry before you find one of those in these parts. That's a chance I'll just have to take. Then, the adventure begins. Why don't you hire a tracker to end to Zone 7? Oh, we got a policy against trackers in these parts. 
Nobody goes into Zone 7. They got one of the original warehouses down there. Girls stacked in the shelves like pies. I'm looking for someone to go into Zone 7. I'm E. Johnson. You're not gonna find anybody better than me, mister. I'm not a machine. Do you know where they keep these babies? We call it the graveyard. It is the worst place in the zone. Maybe I can get in there and find this thing, but I need somebody riding shotgun in order to make it out in one piece. I want you to chase those birds till they drop. If you think it's tough to meet the right people now, wait till you go looking for a Cherry 2000. <laughs> Fuck about the movie. <laughs> What? You look angry about just watching the trailer. What the actual fuck? <laughs> it's so bad. It's like the acting is like porno quality. It is. Melanie Griffith, she's like, you ain't going to find anybody better than me, sir. Like she goes in and out of like a shitty axe. Like what the fuck? You ain't going to find nobody better. Instead of going better than me, she's like, you ain't going to find nobody better than me. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, my God. Why is her hair like that? This almost sounds like it was written as a really expensive porno script that someone was like, you know, if we made it just a PG movie, we could get it in theaters because it's about a guy whose sex robot breaks. So... And they don't make that model anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so. so he has to go into like Mad Max land uh-huh. to find another one. Like, what the fuck is this movie? I got to get a new vagina for my fuck droid. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's literally Mad Max meets Stepford Wives. Meet my wife, R2-Do-You. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so fucking mad at you right now. Based entirely on the preview, would you rather watch that or watch Streets of Fire again? Streets of Fire, probably. Yeah, Rick Moranis is in Streets of Fire. Yeah, at least there's, you know. You look like you smelled something bad. I did, this fucking movie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not excited. No. I already know I'm going to hate it. Listen, I have a lot of sad movies on my list, but I know hormonally right now. I can't. It is not something that we can do no i have good sad movies on my list but i know you can't do it i needed to find a movie that would bring out zero emotions in you other than anger rage and disappointment yeah well i think you hit the nail on the head i'm gonna be mad at you do you anticipate finding anything to like no okay i guarantee you i won't find a damn thing Okay. Because I'll tell you this right now, the acting doesn't look good. I don't think I'll even be able to say, like, well, the acting was really good. It <laughs> looks like it was shot on a cell phone. <laughs> and that they just were like, we'll just go out in the hills and shoot it. It just looks like they used pieces, like used pieces of other movie sets. Probably. Well, I can't wait to uh, see... If you end up being pleasantly surprised. Oh, I won't. Because I think your um, 
hopes couldn't be more in the gutter. They are. And I feel like I'm still going to be disappointed. Well, let's go to something positive. What are you recommending this week? What do you think I'm recommending this week? You know what? I'm going to drop in some spooky murder music. Allison's True Crime Podcast Recommendation. What murder podcast are you recommending this week? So I've been listening to Your Own Backyard, which is a podcast about the Kristen Smart murder. She was a student in the 90s. I can't remember what year it was. Doesn't matter. She was a student at Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo when Memorial Day weekend, she went to a party and never came back. Basically, the investigation was completely bungled and the prime suspect for her murder has been free, even though it's really obvious that he did it and that his parents helped him cover it up. Oh, because I know a little bit about the story. I didn't know that there was a very likely. Yes. So I had heard about it and I had sort of heard that there was a suspect, but that they couldn't really tie anything to him. Well, don't spoil anything. No. Let it let people listen and have it Mm -hmm. unveil itself yes yeah the guy who did the podcast for it is from san luis obispo but he was really young probably like eight or nine when when this happened so your own backyard is kind of meaningful to him because yeah it it basically happened in his own backyard so you know brent terhune and jeff ford have both been in the san luis obispo comedy festival oh really you think they might add something? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But I, mean, I will say that this podcast is actually credited for re-peaking interest in the case. And one of the things that they announce at the beginning and end of every episode is they're like, Kristen Smart's family just wants everyone to know that the statute of limitations has run out on everything in this case except for murder. Anyone who calls in a tip will not be charged with any crime. So people who were afraid or who may have been afraid to report something or, or, you know, say what they saw or whatever out of fear of getting in trouble themselves would not because they can't be charged with any crime. It's really, really good. And um, I'm not going to spoil it, but there are a lot of exciting things happening with the case now. So I definitely think you should listen to it. It's called Your Own Backyard. I'm listening to it on Spotify check it out it's very interesting and i feel like there's going to be a very satisfying ending to it i hope so yeah i I can't get into your unsolved stuff i need resolution no i hate it too but it's like i want to see like maybe someone will be able to figure it out this is what i'm worried about with the people really being into true crime more so now than they ever have been before i mean there's already so many amateur detectives Mm -hmm. i'm scared that people are going to start becoming amateur vigilantes and start saying, well, it's clearly this guy. Let's just do justice ourselves. I think that's a valid fear. It's certainly something that happens. Although I don't really see like vigilantism happening in terms of like, I'm going to go kill this person or, you know, anything like that. But there's certainly an element of I'm going to ruin this person's life, you know, like by harassing them. Mm -hmm. And that that's, Something that does happen in other cold cases. Although um, Kristen Smarts actually has been an active investigation this entire time. 
Um, it, it was never a cold case. But it was just severely bungled by the original investigators. I'm once again going in a completely opposite direction. Mm-hmm. We watched the new Beavis and Butthead movie. We did. Which kind of served as a bridge to the brand oh new God. Beavis and Butthead series. Mm-hmm. Which brings Beavis and Butthead in a way that narratively makes sense into the present mm-hmm. at the same age and they are now watching music videos and YouTube videos and TikToks and stuff like that. And it is so It's so damn funny. It's so good. It is so good. Yeah. We watched the first two episodes and we were cracking up. Like I, I wasn't sure how it was gonna go. I was like, uh, you know, revivals aren't always Yeah, because meant they did to try be. to bring back Beavis and Butthead a while ago and have them yeah. comment on reality shows and it just didn't really didn't really work. work. It it was on MTV for I think two seasons. Yeah. In like 2011, 2012 and it didn't quite last. Oh my god, this new series has made me so happy oh and I had no idea how much I missed Good Beavis and Butthead. The movie too, the movie's great. The movie was really good. I was really surprised. Yeah. It was so good. Like it was it was very much like, oh, this is another Beavis and Butthead do America. Like this is great. Yeah. And it, you know what? It may be targeted for people like us who watched it, you know, in the 90s. But oh my god, if you liked Beavis and Butthead then you're going to love it now. <laughs> yeah. Mike Judge is just he's brilliant. He really is. I loved King of the Hill, too. I didn't see the second one. King of the Hill? Yeah, I only saw King of the Hill. I didn't see King of the Hill, too. Oh, my God. How dare you? Semantics. I'm going to punch you. Idiocracy is one of the, I think, best satires ever. It is. It's so good. And it's unfortunately so accurate. But An office space. Office space. What a classic. It is a classic, yes. Mike Judge is amazing. And this... So I'm thinking of the BTS when um, Beavis and Butthead are watching BTS, which is a K-pop band. Oh, yeah. It is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I had tears in my eyes. I was laughing so hard. I think they really improved this time out on making Beavis and Butthead more individual characters. Yeah. And giving Beavis such strange quirks. That, I love it so much. Like he was always weirder than Butthead with, you know, stuff like the cornholio. Cornholio. Yeah. <laughs> TP for my bungle. Yeah. But the K pop thing, the fire <laughs> episode. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's, the, there's yeah. just, yeah, it's so good. And just, it, it's, I'm not using the term lightly. It's brilliant. It is absolutely brilliant. Please check it out. It's so good. I want it to be on for a long time. Yeah, me too. I love it so much. It's so good. Yeah. And the, the, when they're watching the TikTok videos, (laughs) oh my God, it's so amazing because I mean, TikTok is ridiculous. A lot of, most of the time watching them make fun of that is, it warms my heart. I love it. All right. So that's what we're recommending this week. The reason I picked Cherry 2000 as opposed to another equally shitty movie or a movie that I thought you might possibly enjoy. 
but it was going to be a bit of a stretch is because Cherry 2000 is currently streaming for free. Of course. So, um, yeah. You know what? Sometimes that's the reason movies get picked. So Check it out and uh, step in line behind Allison to punch me in my stupid ass. <laughs> stupid ass? <laughs> what part of my body is that? Your mouth? I think I was going to go for mouth and then wanted to change it to eyes and just it came out out are you having a stroke are you okay <laughs> i smell burnt toast um, that's not good oh no i, I uh <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right you're making toast yeah it's fine no i got this <laughs> horny toaster <laughs> i quit the show right now <laughs> <laughs> oh that's fine i'm gonna go fuck the toaster oh my god goodbye forever bye <laughs> i love you <laughs>